Welcome to the Catholic Center. Welcome to the Catholic Center. Welcome to the Catholic Center. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Catholic Dogs Podcast. On today's episode, Father Brian sits down with Andrew Green, who is our men's ministry coordinator here at the center. As always, if you're interested in seeing what we have going on, you can follow us at Catholic Dogs on Instagram, or you can head over to our website, ccatuga.org. Enjoy the show. So, uh, you're the coordinator of our guys' night. Yes, the men's ministry and events planner. That is my official title. Yeah. On the on the business card and everything. And you have some infinite infamous bacon that you make. Uh, the bacon is fantastic. Yes, yes. I cannot take credit for the recipe. It was passed down, but I have perfected it. Who passed the art. it down? Um, well, Riley, Riley uh, Rodier, Rodier. Um, he was the men's ministry and events planner last year. He kind of got thrown into the position, but apparently it came from Father Frank. So it's, it's been passed down from generation to generation of men's ministry and events planners. He was probably like, Riley, you're the guy. He, he, you're the guy. You're yeah. the guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And Riley's like, I'll cook some think, bacon. And I think before him, it was Kevin, actually. Nice. Kevin was the, the men's nice. ministry. Nice. So you're, you're walking in a... Um, in the line of giants, a lion of giants, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. That's nice. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. big giant. Riley, also big giant, smaller giant than me, about the same size as Riley. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> also giant. Yes, yes. I was a big fan of what we what we called milk basketball. I don't know if you played milk basketball before. Milk basketball. That was my first time playing milk yeah. basketball. It was my idea. I'll, I'll take full credit for that one. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you played any other uh, basketball with that, with 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 solo cups, with played, that idea, no. But I that I'm was a, brilliant. I'm a big fan of one handed basketball. I feel like I'm almost a better shooter with one hand. Um, and then I was doing milk Olympics and I was like, okay, what can we do with milk? You know? So, you know, you have the, the milk pong because we don't, we don't milk drink flip beer cup. At, uh, yeah, at, at Catholic center events, milk flip cup. Cause we don't drink beer at Catholic center events again. Uh, we had milk, uh, cornhole and then we had mm. milk s'mores, which is just, you, you hold a glass of milk while making a s'more. <laughs> um, and then Ch- we had a variety of milk, right? We had chocolate milk. Oh yeah, and we had then, we had the whole array. We had yeah. the whole array. So you had two percent chocolate and whole, yeah. which is all the ones that are good for anything. Yeah, you, you don't need any of that that skim milk nonsense or any of that strawberry girly stuff. Uh, uh-uh. not not <laughs> us, not us at our men's events. No chance. <laughs> yeah. And then milk basketball came to be. And then milk basketball because I just wanted to throw one more game into the into the mix. So ev- so everybody who played basketball, we played we played three on three. Mm-hmm. And everybody would have a red solo cup filled with milk. About halfway. About halfway. Mm-hmm. And then in one hand. And then they'd have to play basketball three on three with the other hand. Yes. And so if you spilled your milk, then the other team gets a free throw. There you go. Right? And it got so messy because not only would people spill on the ground, people would start spilling on each other. <laughs> and it doesn't help that at the, the Catholic Center basketball goal, uh, you can't actually make a shot. <laughs> no matter where you hit, it, it bounces off. And so uh, we were just playing. Is that who regulation? Because I like, never seem to be able to make a basket. It was like on it. I, I don't think it's we eventually played yeah. first one to three. Like that was <laughs> <laughs> that was that was it. And if they spilled it, the other team spilled it. Then this team got to shoot a free throw. Free throw. And uh, but still, they had like zero chance of making it. <laughs> but it was good times. Everyone had to do hook shots like Kareem Abdul Jabbar, right? And everyone mm. or just or mm. the the Shaquille O'Neal hook shot mm. around the shoulder. Yeah, it was impressive. It was impressive. Yeah. I appreciate the work that you do with the guys. Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And this semester, we're only getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had our our biggest showing at the Milk Olympics. I think we had 27 guys there, and that was with, like, eight of the regular attendees not there because they were doing some Seeking Water uh, stuff. Shout out. Shout out Jake Blair. But... um, (laughs) 
but yeah, so we could have gotten up into the 30s, and that would have been huge. But yeah, but so yeah, 27. Well, huge. I heard that people were coming out of the woodworks hearing about the milk basketball. That's, that's what I'm I heard. Pr- pretty sure they they uh, they were doing whatever they do in life, and then they heard that this was going down. Yeah. And so they, you know, it's not every day. It's not every day when you you get the opportunity to participate in the Milk Olympics. For me, it's already a highlight of my year. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of content to work with so far. You know, what what is it? The something of January? Yeah. 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 That's that's good. Uh, No, I I appreciate the work you're doing. You're fostering community uh, with the the guys here. And it's not always super serious. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an enjoyable time where we come together, get to know each other. And uh, usually with a bonfire, usually with some food mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but we have fun. And it's nice. It creates that, like I said, it creates that fraternity aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of um, that's kind of my thing, you know. Like, I'd say very few people would meet me and then describe me as the kind of guy that's serious, you know. Um, that's that's not my forte. I do love serious conversations and, like, getting serious. Um, but... I'd say my my strength is definitely getting a group of guys together, having a good time, and then in doing that, it creates those one-on-one conversations that they have within each other that then get into kind of, you know, more serious subjects, and it, it just really brings the group together, I think. Um, but, yeah, so that's 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 kind of my gig there. Well, there's also, like life itself is pretty serious or can be serious Mm -hmm. and then like the questions that we have to always ask about life are serious like what am I going to be doing next year or this Mm -hmm. year or am I going to get this internship or job Mm -hmm. am I going to graduate on time these are very serious and then you test am I able to pass all these tests do all these work these are very serious things so to be able to just hang out and to have fun uh, with other people who are also having some sort of healthy fun yeah Right. So it's like a, a good little good little relief, a good little like almost miniature retreat from, from yeah. everyday life. Yeah, exactly. The milk Olympics. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the milk Olympics or bacon and bonfire, whatever it may be. Yeah. But yeah. I think so this next Tuesday, your idea, your idea actually, um, was, is going to be the same bacon that I make, which, uh, you know, I'm just going to bust out the recipe. I'm going to bust out the recipe for anybody that, that wants the recipe. So what it is is... It's like a 1,000-calorie bacon. It, like it's maybe even 5,000. <laughs> I don't even know. 5,000-calorie bacon. <laughs> something, something along those lines. Um, but okay, it's going to be two parts brown sugar, one part cinnamon. Then you just sprinkle it all over the top of, of the bacon there. And then you put it in the oven for eight minutes on one side, flip it over, put some more brown sugar, some more cinnamon on there. Eight minutes on that side, take it out. That's it. Done. That that's simple. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to do that same bacon, but we are going to also uh, grill up some burgers. So we're going to have the $5,000 or no, 5,000 5, calorie bacon on top of however many calories a burger is and just have a, a great <laughs> little grill out session. It's it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah, tons of calories. Yep. Way too many. Yes, yes. Way too many. Yeah, you'll get your calories for the weekend there. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but that one will be BYOM, bring your own milk, um, if, if you do decide to bring some milk there. Um, I kind of want to also incorporate that kind of tailgate setting that we had at the, at the last men's event. You know, honestly, the games were a good hit. All you need to bring is some cups and, uh, and some water. We might switch it up, do some water pong, do some water flip cup, do some water... <laughs> whatever hydrate right hydrate you got to stay hydrated absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. or maybe decaf coffee that would be uh, decaf coffee could be, also do the trick that'd be awful gosh. yeah that'd be the worst actually <laughs> decaf, <laughs> decaf coffee is good for nothing like nothing <laughs> i have a hatred for i don't hate many things decaf coffee is one of them yeah um does nothing no nothing for for anybody but <laughs> anyways uh we digress uh so what was i talking about um, yes. Okay. So yeah. So we're gonna bring that tailgate setting back in. Uh, play the games. Play some basketball. Play some. We can bring a frisbee. We can bring a frisbee if we want to play some frisbee. Uh, and then have the fire as per usual. Uh, the marshmallows. I think we still have a whole bag. So that's that's perfect as well. Um, so yeah, the tailgate setting. And then we're gonna have burgers with five thousand calorie bacon on top. So <laughs> there you go. That's that's the next men's event. So come on out, boys. No girls allowed. 
So how, how did you how did you get to be the leader of the of the guys ministry of the men's night? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. That's a good question because it's it's very interesting. Because you're you're very good at it, right? Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. I would uh, say I'm 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 doing a, a decent job. You're gifted at being the uh, the leader of the guys. I I I don't know how to take compliments well, but thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yes, um, I do like to think that I do a pretty good job at it, um, and I think I'm I'm getting getting better at it as well. Um, but yeah, so the the way I kind of came into this right is I uh, was in a fraternity like all the way through through my college career here at UGA and I kind of strayed away from the church like when I when I first came here like freshman year sophomore year I really didn't come to church like that often I was I was just going to church when I went home like with the family uh I wasn't going to Sunday mass and uh I like kind of felt like something was missing right and it wasn't until this past year this past not this not this new year's but last New Year's, I was like, what's like missing in my life right now? I was like, there's something something off. I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to go to church. I need to go to church. Let's see what's going on. I went to Mass that Sunday, the first Sunday of the New Year, and I was like, ah, that's, that's what it was. That is, that's it. Um, and then have you ever taken time off of like church and then come back to the church and like kind of felt like almost out of place? And like it's 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 kind of intimidating coming back for the first time, you know. It's got all these churchy people here. All these churchy people here. You're sweating in the pews. Like, oh, what, have I, <laughs> what, have, what, have, what have I been? Oh, you say, uh, I got to go to confession, that kind of thing. All all that type of deal. So, um, so I, I started going to mass, and I was like, I want to get more involved. I want to start meeting people here. Um, I want to do all these things. I was like, who's who's in charge of this place? And I like look around and I'm like, Pippo, Pippo, I, I know Pippo. He, uh, we were core group leaders together in high school. Uh, he was like the kind of serious, more serious guy, um, kind of that. And I was kind of like the guy that hung out with the kids that didn't want to be there. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> but like, I got them to. Hey, I, Pippo, what's going on? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, Pippo, Pippo, what's going on? And I saw Sheila was also on the board and she was also at St. Benedict's with us. And uh, she actually saw me like in the first, like, couple of times that I was at mass and was like, Hey, Andrew, like you, you should come, come back, like come around, like we should get lunch. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheila, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and then she told me about Pippa and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I just heard that the, um, that there was elections coming out like the next week or I guess appointments. I don't know how it really runs there. Um, yeah, we have a, a board of leaders, a board of, yes, a board of leaders. leaders yeah. So they're being elected, elected or put into place for however I think it's appointments. Or I, I think they. Well, you, anyways, you uh, you, you get interviewed. Apply for positions. <laughs> yeah, you apply for positions, and then if they, yeah. and, and then, then you something get happens, and then something happens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so my initial idea was, I was like, okay, I don't want to just go in completely, completely out of like nowhere, saying like, oh, I wasn't here for two and a half years, but now I'm here. Give me a position. I was like, I'm gonna try to create my own position and then just like propose that. So I was like, I want to be the fraternity chair. I was like, I look around mass and I don't see a lot of guys that I know. Like I, I know guys in fraternities uh, and I know there is Catholics in fraternities. I was like, where, where are they at? So I wanted to do like a fraternity outreach kind of position to like bring them in. Um, and then Pippo was like, uh, like, well now we're fast forward to the interview. Pippo was like, we had one of those like two years ago. He didn't do anything. No, I was like, Oh, okay, uh, sounds good. And then he's like, but what we do have is this men's, uh, this men's position. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, let's, let's do that. And my, my, my application, I went ham on it. Like I, I really wanted to like be a part of this. this a legit uh, yeah. resume. Yeah, I went hard. I think I might've <laughs> attached my actual resume. Um, but yeah, so I was like, Pippa, hook it up, man. Hook it up. Like, I want to be a part of this. Like, let's do it. Um, and yeah, he's like, we can offer you the, the men's ministry position. And I was like, yes, let's, let's do it. Absolutely. Let's, let's go. Um, and then COVID hit. So I didn't do anything that year. <laughs> and then fast forward, fast forward. You, you had uh, all this time to think about, uh, that bacon, how to cook it I properly. I did. I did have all that time. Yeah. No, <laughs> you I, were saving the milk in your refrigerator this whole time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of how I made my way into it. And then 
I think also Pippo told me this like pr- relatively recently. He was like, yeah, um, like one of the reasons or not one of the reasons, but like something that just kind of like stood out to me um, when like you were applying and this kind of thing, whatever. When I was or when we were both in high school and we were core group leaders um, back in the day, I, I do this thing where I, I make paper butterflies, right? I make paper butterflies when I'm bored or just, you know, looking for something to do. It's I, it's like doodling with your hands. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I made a paper butterfly out of like the, a mass handout uh, and I gave it to Pippo. I was like, here, Pippo, love you, man. Uh, and he kept it and put it on his bulletin board. Um, and then like while he's like interviewing me for this, this position, like in the background is just that paper butterfly. And then he's just like, oh, that's one of those one of those like little weird <laughs> signs that's that's out there. Like, that was at least four years later. What is four this? years later. Four years later. He's got that butterfly on his Still got that show. butterfly on his bulletin. That's impressive. Board. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was interesting. And that and that was one of the questions I asked him, like coming or I was like, I was like, bro why did you give me this position? I was like, I, you're pretty good at it. I'm pretty good. At, I'm pretty good at it now, but like, you know, like, I was, I was, you know, like I, I hadn't been to church in a long time. I was like, why'd you give me this position? He's like, the paper butterfly. <laughs> I'm like, the paper <laughs> had bu- nothing to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> He's just being uh, docile yeah. to whatever uh, spirits working in that moment. Whatever, whatever <laughs> it was, whatever it was. And so I'm, I'm glad I, Made him the paper butterfly. Now he's one of my closest friends. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm loving great. these guys. I'm loving these guys. Yeah, y'all doing Bible study together, aren't you? Yes, yes. We also have a, uh, and that that was also one of the things. Um, so I started saying yes, right? I started saying yes to to these opportunities that would like come around. Um, and one of the first things this semester when we were back, um, Pippa was like, "Hey." Um, me and a group of guys, we, we want to suffer while doing a, a Bible study, so we're going to wake up at 6.30 a.m. Uh, every Monday and drink coffee, sit around a bonfire, and uh, hopefully it'll be freezing a little bit later in the year. Uh, does that sound interesting to you? I was like, I don't know why that sounds so interesting to me, but yes, absolutely, I would love to do that. And so, yeah, so now we're, we're, we're doing this Bible study. It's going strong. We're working our way through... Um, what are, we, what are we doing? John. I John. Think, right. We're working our way through John. Uh, I think we just read 13, 13, so that's maybe 14. I don't know. So we're 14 weeks into it, um, and it's it's been amazing. It's amazing. Great group of guys there, too. But yeah, yeah. Man, and so uh, you're also doing Exodus. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so you ever done that before? No. You've never done that before. First time so, doing Exodus. So who proposed that to you? So that was one of the things that came about in the Bible study. And then I had also like heard a little bit, or they just like briefly mentioned that they had done Exodus. And I was like, whoa, that sounds hardcore. Like, that's, that's another <laughs> It's very thing. hardcore. Yeah. I was like, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. I was like, I, that could be something I'm, I'm interested in. Because I'm big into just jumping into things. Just jump right in and sink or swim, sink or swim. Just, just do it. Um, so I, I had heard about it there. And then I heard a little bit more about it. I watched one YouTube video and said, okay, I'm doing it. Yeah, and that, that was it. That was all the convincing it took. Um, and honestly, the, it's, I, people, people say, like, it's horrible and they hate it and, like, oh, I, the cold showers, everything. It's been the most fruitful 22, I think, well, I think we're on 22 days right now, 23 maybe. The most fruitful 23 days of my entire life. Like, I am feeling fantastic. I'm still waiting for the part that everyone hates, and that they all assure me it's coming. It's coming like around day 40, day 40, something like that. Um, but I am still just enjoying every part of it. Man. Yeah, yeah maybe you just uh, continue to thrive past 40, right? Maybe people are actually going to be leaning on you, even though this is your first rodeo with the Exodus. They're going to be leaning on you <laughs> to help, help them uh, get through 40 to day 90. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hope. I'm like I see it's it seems like smooth sailing to me, but now that I say it out loud, it's probably just gonna be like Psh, <laughs> you're not suffering enough. Mm, get another cold shower in, like I don't know. But um, yeah, it's been it's been really cool. So it's it's my first time. It's Jake Blair's first time. Jake Blair, the music guy here, seeking water, all that, all that. Um, and then the the way Exodus works is you have like anchors within your fraternity group. 
And so Jake and I were each other's anchors at the beginning. Uh, and then we also just, just brought on Johnny. So Johnny's starting, at, I think he started at day 15. So he's doing Exodus 75. Um, Exodus night, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so now it's it's a triumvirate of me, Jake, and Johnny. So we're all each other's anchors. And, and what does an anchor do? So an anchor essentially just holds you accountable on a day-to-day uh, basis where a fraternity, like everybody comes together once a week to be like, this is where I had shortfalls and this is where I, I really thrived. So that's, uh, that's the anchor system. So I, I call Jake like, once a day or he calls me and like more honestly we see each other most every day anyways uh just because through exodus we've just been coming to the catholic center just relentlessly uh we always just end up here at some point during the day uh whether it's daily mass or um just whatever events are going on i think there's prison ministry last night was that last? no that was monday night so i was at prison ministry yeah what's, what's nice about here is that there's always an event in the evening and so there's like it always and you can always like end your day with something nice. Yeah, yeah. Like there's that. there's so many events here, and they're all just beautiful and amazing. Yeah, some good folks and the best folks, the best folks. I I brought one of my buddies here the other day, um, Andrew. His name is also Andrew. <laughs> yes, his name is also Andrew. And I accidentally called him out at mass. Yes, yes. <laughs> we can, we can talk about that in a second. That was actually a crazy God moment, but um. But one thing that he said when we when we were leaving, he was just like, these are literally the friendliest people I've ever met in my entire life. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's what we do here. We're, we're a friendly bunch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's that's good stuff. Extremely welcoming environment. Like, and you almost, like, if you are first coming here, like, you almost, like, won't even see it. Like, it might even seem, like, overwhelming how nice everyone is. But, like... It's incredibly welcoming. I don't even know how to describe. Everyone it. continues to be nice. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a, a one-time <laughs> thing. No, it's it's every time you see them. Yeah. yeah, just just infinite niceness. What's interesting for you is that, like you mentioned, that experience in in the pews at your at your parish, of like sweating, of like looking around, not really feeling like you fit in. You know, whether that was just for a day or or an hour or whatever it was, but like. I don't know, in my own experience, that often fuels, uh, like, the rest of my life and how I treat people who I see in the pews who may be in that position. Mm. Where it's like, hey, man, I want to, like, alleviate you from that experience. I (laughs) I want to relieve you from that experience. I don't want you to have that experience because it's terrible. Mm. Uh, I'm familiar with it. And, like, hey, like, you're welcome here as well, right? Mm. In whatever situation that you're in or whatever you've done in the past, whatever you're doing now, it's like, we're here for you. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that was another thing that I like thought of. I was like, cause we used to do back before COVID, um, dinners that weren't just grab and go. They were dinners and they were, they're kind of intimidating, you know, like everyone has their like groups of people that they're eating dinner with after, after the six o'clock or four o'clock mass, uh, just at these tables. And one of my ideas is like, we should have a newcomer's um, table with one guy. And I was like, I could be that guy at the table. She's like, hey, welcome in. Like, what's going on? Like, uh, <laughs> this is this is the new people table. Uh, you host all the new people? Yeah, every <laughs> time. Until they're, not, until they're not new people. Until they're not new people. And then they can make their own table. You definitely have to be gifted to be able to do that. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, that's a specific, like, charism of, like... And I think that you do have, and that's why you're, you're great at this uh, guy's night is that uh, you're not an intimidating figure. You're a f- uh, very approachable, mm. very friendly, uh, very enjoyable figure. Uh, and so, that, yeah, I mean, I'll have to call you up whenever we do uh, uh, sit down meals like that and just have a, a table for newcomers. And uh, yeah. yeah, newcomers and Andrew. Yeah, newcomers and Andrew. <laughs> that can be the that can be a card on the table. Newcomers and Andrew. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that's probably, that's... I'd say that's that's a skill of mine that I'm okay with uh, recognizing. I'm 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 cool with that. I'm cool with that one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, what was uh, Andrew's story? Andrew's story was crazy. Andrew's story is crazy. So he is, um, he's Anglican. Anglican is that nice? Is, is that one of yeah. them? So he's he's Anglican, and he um, so it was actually the first day of Exodus, right? First day of Exodus, I am uh sitting on the toilet, right, just casually. I, I think I was reading my, my first day of, uh, 
of readings, like the first passage or whatever. Your spiritual reading. So my ba- spiritual readings the on the toilet, yes. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm reading my spiritual readings, um, and I had just left all of the group messages that like we were in because I was, you know, we, during Exodus, you're not supposed to use social media uh, or do non-essential texting or like all that kind of thing. Uh, so I'd left all of those and I, I guess he kind of like was like, Oh yeah, Andrew's starting this thing. He was telling us about it. Uh, and he had called me and he was like, Hey, like what's going on? Um, like I see you, like you're the Catholic guy I know. Um, cause he's, he's in my fraternity. Um, and he was like, uh, I'm looking to convert to Catholicism. Like I started the conversion process over, uh, in Spain when I was studying abroad, but you know, at the, he wasn't there long enough, so he, he never finished it. Uh, and he's like, I'm, I'm looking to, to do it and maybe get, get in by Easter, which I don't think that that can happen because it's too long of a process or whatever. Uh, and I was like sitting there and I'm like, these, the, the fruits are already showing up. I was like, that's, that's what's going on. First day of Exodus, this stuff's already happening. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. This is, this is insane. People are literally coming to me to convert. Yeah, I know. I, I was like, what is going on with this? But whatever. Um, anyway, so then, uh, he's like, yeah, can you talk to your, your priest? And I was like, I got Father Brian on speed, speed dial. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I call Father Brian. I'm like, hey, what's going on? What's the situation? Like, what, what can we do like, to get this guy in? Uh, and you tell me the, the process. And then it's like a next year thing. But just like stay with him, invite him to Mass, do that kind of thing. Uh, I was like, well, what should I invite him to? I was like, like a weekly Mass. I've heard some people like going to weekly Mass. Um, and I, I hadn't really dabbled with a weekly Mass at this point. Um, and uh, you're like, no, bring him, bring him to a Sunday. Bring him to like one of the Sundays. So I was like, all right, all right, cool, cool. And then I, like, had kind of forgot about it for a little bit. Uh, and I think I asked him, like, earlier in the week. I was like, oh, Mass Sunday. Like, let's, let's do that. And he's like, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and then I was like, okay, Mass. Um, oh, and then it was on Sunday. It was, like, an hour before Mass. I was like, oh, Andrew, like, let me, let me give him a call and say, uh, <laughs> hey. I almost forgot hey, about it. Yeah, I almost, I, I completely <laughs> forgot about it up until, like, I was like, I need to start getting dressed for Mass. And I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> Mass. Uh, Andrew should come to Mass as well. Um, so I, I get him, I call him, and he's like, yeah, I can be ready in, like, three minutes. And I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> um, uh, and so he ended up actually driving to Mass because I had left my car at Pippo's house um, for some reason, I, I don't even know what was going on. I don't know. I left my car at Pippo's house. So he ended up driving to mass or actually I think it was, I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, he drove us to mass and we get there. And first thing we see is, is you're sitting there just chilling on the, uh, the statue platform. Uh, and I was like, Hey, Father Brian, this is my friend, Andrew, that we were just talking about. Um, this, and he's like, whatever. So you guys meet. And you're like, well, welcome, welcome to the church. I hope you have a good, good time. Uh, and then we go in, sit down, do all the things. He's Anglican, so he kind of knows the, the, the. Yeah, it's very similar to Catholic Mass. Yes, yes, yes. Except for yeah, I think there's like a couple prayers that are different. I don't know, and they don't have Eucharist. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So that that part as well. Um, uh, so yeah, we're we're chilling there, and we get through. The first reading, which was cool, um, I think the first reading was something about like how our bodies are temples for Jesus Christ, um, Corinthians something or another. Yes, uh, one of those. Our, our, our bodies are temples for Jesus to work through. Uh, second reading, I forget. And then, <laughs> and then we had uh, the third reading was Jesus inviting Andrew um, Inviting Andrew to follow him. Calling Andrew by name. Calling Andrew by name. Literally calling <laughs> Andrew by name. So so we're just sitting there, and immediately I'm just starting to get chills. I'm like, this is insane. I was like, what's going on here? Uh, and Father Brian's like, uh, raise your hand if you... Um, if this is like one of your first times here. If this is your first time here. And then Andrew like starts to raise his hand, and I just hit his elbow up. I'm just like, raise your hand. And he just like raises his hand. And then Father Brian's like, ah, oh, Andrew, this is fitting. This is very fitting for, for this first mass of yours. Like, uh, yeah, this is, um, this is, this is Andrew. So Andrew starts to follow Christ. And like, it was, it was just way too weird of a coincidence that, that, that had happened. And the whole mass was just great. It was, it was one of the coolest masses I've ever been to just chills the whole time. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. What were you thinking in that in that situation there? 
it was overwhelming. Yeah. Because you're not only is he Andrew, but you're Andrew. I'm also Andrew. I'm also, yeah. <laughs> I'm also preaching about Andrew. And whenever I whenever I try to preach or whenever there's like a dramatic story like that, it's like I kind of take the psyche of the character. And so like I'm very much so like entered in. And so it was just all overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too many coincidences. Yeah. Yeah, church is a funny way of doing things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But that's cool that he hit you up and and uh, and accepted that invitation and and wanted to come to church and had a good experience and met some folks who he named friendly, uh, welcoming, etc. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, it means we're doing a good job. Yep. And afterwards, we had the pizza. We had the pizza afterwards. That was also a big big thing. I was just like, uh, at first, I invited him to the six o'clock mass. Uh, and then I was like, no, 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 actually let's go to the four o'clock mass. Uh, and then he's like, will we still get pizza afterwards? I was like, yes, we'll still get the pizza afterwards. Uh, he's like, all right, I'm in, I'm in. So pizza, great, great little, uh, attractor there. Yep, church and pizza, man. Church and pizza. Yeah. Or church and a hot meal, whatever, whatever it yep. is. Yeah. Well, but, that's uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, really cool mass. Uh, and then afterwards, I, I saw a bunch of people and I, it was crazy that day because I was like, introducing him to everyone like that that like I knew um it was the first time that I realized how many people I knew at the Catholic Center I literally turned around and there wasn't a face that I didn't recognize I'm like oh meet my friend Andrew like meet my friend Andrew and he's like how do you know all these people I was like I guess I've been here a while <laughs> at this point um yeah and the the one name I got wrong uh shout out Sophie uh, I was like uh, this is Regina I was like Regina and then not not Regina it's a Catholic name so it's close yeah yeah there, there is a Regina here also I know Regina's name now as well okay it's Sophie but yeah sorry Sophie you're the you're the uh coordinator for the guys now, so you know all that <laughs> yeah I got the guys down I got the guys down the girls girls come on that's funny well, so yeah, so what's this experience of like last year you weren't going to church, the new year hit, and you had that experience of like trying to come back to church. Now you're leading a guy's night, you're uh, participating in a weekly Bible study at 6.30 a.m. on Mondays, uh, and now you're doing 90 days of prayer fasting and and uh, fraternity. Mm-hmm. So what? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> indeed, it's a dra- it's a drastic difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I, it? I like, guess how when you, you put it like that, how does. do you how do you feel now? Like, how do you feel in in the moment? Like you mentioned, how in Exodus you you feel like you're you're thriving, you feel like you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess in terms of like twenty twenty one, this semester, like, are you doing well? Yeah. So it actually goes back a little bit, a little bit further than that. So. Not back a little further than that, I guess. So last semester even, last semester even, I I kind of went through a pretty hard breakup, pretty hard breakup right at the beginning of the semester. So I was kind of off my rocker a little bit. And one of the only things that like kept me like completely rooted was that I had to put on a men's event every Tuesday or two Tuesdays a month. I was Those were the things I was like, hold on, like I need to get my stuff together we're, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, I have a men's event to put on. Um, <laughs> someone <laughs> like, needs to cook the bacon. Someone has to cook <laughs> the bacon. Like if I, if I'm not there to cook the bacon, the bacon's not going to get cooked. Uh, so, um, and those were those moments after I had put on a successful men's event or a successful men's and women's event. Um, that was the peak of my month and my week every single time. Like it was the most fulfilling I I'd felt, uh, they were, it was just a total high, a total high, uh, comparatively to the rest of my week, which consisted of whatever else. Um, and emotional roller coaster, emotional roller coaster. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that's when I was like, okay, so why don't I do these things that are this fulfilling all the time, just all the time. Um, like, <laughs> like why don't why don't well, I? It's just, pretty wise, right? Yeah, yeah, it's very you, wise. You would think I would have put it together a little bit quicker, <laughs> but but I was like, yeah, these, these are the things that are making me feel entirely fulfilled. Um, and then this Exodus ninety, this Exodus ninety, um, it's giving me that opportunity. Not even the opportunity, because the opportunity is always there. But it's just like, I guess, helping blocking you, out helping anything. Helping you focus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Helping me focus on on making that a reality yeah. um, and just 
making every decision of my every everyday life is this good for me or is this bad for me is this good is this bad in in the eyes of god um and if i stay on the track of everything that's good for me i have a great time and i feel entirely fulfilled and it's just just dramatically better than the life i was leading before man yeah yeah thanks pippo yeah, shout out Pippo. <laughs> shout out Pippo, honestly. In the paper butterfly. In the paper butterfly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And your buddy Andrew is probably just like, what the heck is happening? Like, yeah. He's probably, he's been with you, right? He's been with you uh, through all of this. Yeah. So, like, yeah. there's a lot of, like, my very close friends that that are from, like, my fraternity and that kind of thing. And they, they've, like, just been, like, seeing me, like, kind of grow as well and like they don't really know what's going on and a lot of them are kind of like taking interest and they're like what what's what's andrew doing what, what? <laughs> who's this happy person like what's going what's going on here like wait, he's like he has a regular sleep schedule now like what what's what's up with that like he's not up till three o'clock in the morning every night what? Yeah. okay like yeah it's it's and it's it's a weird adjustment like for them as well like to see me going through this stuff and like i'm not partying with them as much as i used to uh, but I'm doing more wholesome things with them as well. Like, like uh, I'm playing golf with them. I'm, uh, That's we're, cool. we're playing chess. We're doing, doing some poker nights, you know, just yeah. like some more male bonding. So we're not, uh, cause one other thing, like you can't watch movies. I used to watch movies with my roommates all the time. Exodus 90, you can't watch movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Exodus 90. I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, so I'm just doing like a lot cooler activities with all my friends and I'm taking, all so they always were doing these activities maybe i wasn't going to these activities i was picking the ones that were going out on a tuesday night and getting hammered um like that that could have been the one that i was picking now i'm doing the road trip to north georgia to get breakfast and then coming back to just <laughs> just to see the scenic views of like we, we did that like last week uh and it was sick it was so cool yeah. um so yeah, it's just just in, enjoying the more wholesome things in life, you know, yeah. and literally cutting out everything that's bad and toxic. And then you can take it further with Exodus ninety, and you're cutting out things that aren't even toxic, and having you focus even in those areas. I guess that's kind of like how cold you, shoulder, cold uh, sh- showers, and yeah. and no drinking, and no movies, and you know all this other stuff. I guess I kind of can it tr- like now like in my thought process of Exodus 90 I'm thinking those things are toxic now <laughs> I'm like I'm like movies you get a waste of time are you joshing me right now no chance I'm watching a movie you could forget about it cold showers the people cold shower the okay cold showers are the, the only thing world. that I hate but honestly I love them as soon as I get out as soon as I get out you get out you look yourself in the mirrors like I can do anything today anything like I I, I can just do it because you start your day off with the worst part Absolutely. Yeah. You start your day off doing something so horrible and painful and, and okay. Also when we, when we're talking cold showers, we're not just talking like cool showers. No, no, no. Like it is the coldest you can possibly make it just enough to be on. It is, (laughs) it literally burns your skin. Like it's, it's ridiculous. You get in and you pretty much have a seizure in the shower. Like that's, that's how cold it is. You do it and it's, it's a minute long experience every morning. That's it. Like it's no longer than a minute. You don't realize how fast you can take a shower until you start doing these cold showers. But as soon as you get out, you're like, wow, I can do anything today. And you just you just attack the day. <laughs> attack the day. Thrive. Yeah, yeah. Where were we before we started talking about cold showers? Because when I talk about cold showers, I start to get emotional. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How in everything. the midst of Exodus, and I asked you about cold showers, and uh, I just listened to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But, okay, the social media. Like, social media. I hate social media now. So yeah. um, one thing that I've started to discover is being bored is not an actual thing. Being bored is, is fake. That's, that's not a thing. Your, your body will physically not allow you to be bored bored if you're bored right now what are you doing you're going on your cell phone like you're taking out twitter looking at it now you're being entertained by stuff that's just not fulfilling at all if you are physically not allowed to do that you have to fill your time with other things and that's where you can make time for going to adoration you can make time to go to daily mass you can make time to go on go work out every day uh and that's where these things start to come in um yeah yeah. Man, I love how last this past week we have uh, we had 
uh, adoration before Mass on Monday and Tuesday. And so it was the uh, gals group and the guys group to get um, adorers or guardians for adoration, right? And it was funny seeing y'all just show up. Like, cha- you took the challenge with... <laughs> Y'all challenged each other. Mm, mm. Uh, the ga- all right, the guy, ga- the gals have showed. They they signed up. They got all the slots, guys. Let's yeah. let's do this. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's also show up. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It as was, a squad, it was it was sent in. So Liz Liz Williams, shout out Liz. Uh, she she texted me and was like, "Hey, you're in charge of getting four people to sign up for adoration." And I didn't see that text message for like four hours. And by the time I looked at it, I saw the girls already had three slots Man. filled up. And I was like, oh, come on, boys. What are we going to do? We're going to let the girls win? We're going to let the girls win? No chance. No chance. I was like, all right, sign up. Get all four slots before uh, whatever. And that ended up not actually happening, and I had to like peer pressure people in person. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but, yeah, we, we were challenging each other, and it was, it was funny. It was funny. Are you? Are, I don't know how often you do adoration. Are you familiar with, uh, with sitting there for an hour? Yeah, so like it's, I'm, it, it, I'm. It's a very intense thing. It is intense. Not accustomed to it. It yeah. is intense, and I'm I'm relatively new to it. Relatively new to it, and I've been doing a lot more since especially I started in, Exodus ninety. Especially in silence, yeah. Yes, yes, in absolute yeah. silence, it's 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 cool. It's cool. Um, adoration. So I I'm trying to get better at adoration as well. So, and I think I have started to get better at it. Um, I don't know if that's even a thing. I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um, but like, I don't. I don't know. It's it's interesting. My my uh, my whole my my train of thought is showing up to adoration is doing adoration well. Like if you show up and you're there, it's like yeah. man, like you're you're doing it. Yeah. Right. Whatever happens in inside of your holy hour or that time of prayer, it's like uh, that's up to God. God's God's working with yeah. you. Exactly. Even like thinking about other things, like man, I get, I get when I do my holy hour, I'll sit there and I'll be all over the place for the first like 15, 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but after that, usually I calm down. It usually takes me a while to calm down. Um, but I don't know. I try not to be uh, too, pr- too much, try not to have too much pressure on myself and just like, yeah, just do it. See where see where the Lord takes me. See how the Lord speaks. Yeah. Sometimes I just sit there. I just sit there and uh, uh, I'm like, God, like you and me right here. Yep. What what now? What now? <laughs> I guess when I say like better at adoration, I mean better than just sitting there and having a, a staring con- competition <laughs> with Jesus, you know. <laughs> um, and, and no blinking allowed. Yeah, no blinking allowed. Like let's, let's go. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The last the this this past time I was in adoration. Not not this past time because past time was seeking water, which is a great event. Everybody should go to it. Super cool. Jake Blair, shout out Jake Blair. Um, Your anchor. My anchor. My <laughs> anchor. Yes. Um, one of my anchors. But yeah. So, um, this last time I was in adoration it was actually pretty fruitful. Pretty fruitful. I was sitting there in adoration. Um, just like, and and I started journaling. I started journaling recently too. So I'm just like journaling, journaling, like going through my day. Like, what what should I talk about? Um, just going, going off on tangents. And then like, I'm writing like two pages and then I get to a point where I'm like, I should probably apologize to my ex-girlfriend, write an apology letter. Yeah. Um, so I, I like get to that. I'm like, let's get back to that. Let's get back to that. (laughs) And then I was like, what should I write next? And then I couldn't write anything next. And I was like, ugh. Flipped the page, started writing an apology letter. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So wrote an apology letter, gave it to her, gave it to her, went over, went over as you you would think. As, <laughs> I have no idea how they go over. It, it, not, yeah, that, not fantastic, not fantastic. <laughs> but hey, it made me feel a lot better. So that that's it's impressive though. I mean, okay, so not something that you were planning on doing. No. Right that day. No, I was not <laughs> planning on doing that at all. And you get to ch- you get to the chapel, still weren't planning on doing anything like that. And then you're engaging prayer, and like you have this movement to do that, and yeah. this like conviction to do that. And it's like, whoa, like where the heck did that come from? Uh, yeah. And you followed it, and you actually, you know, hey, you know, I'll put that to the side, and you, you tried to not follow. I tried it. to. I tried to get and that, then, and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, and then you were still convicted, and so you followed it. Man, that's impressive. 
that's impressive. That's uh, that's when you you know you're doing good. Uh, whenever you follow that stuff, yeah, or whenever you see that stuff and follow it, and that's that's what doing God's will is all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like that was kind of um, one of the mental blocks that I've had for a while was like kind of did this girl dirty i like i was like i feel really bad and i have never apologized never um and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do that i'm gonna i'm gonna do that and if that's one of the mental blocks that keeps me from thinking about jesus during adoration we'll get the mental block out of the way and then we can go from there uh, yeah there's so that yeah there's that line in james do you know that that no. verse there's this line in james book of james that says uh if you have a quarrel or an issue or a problem with somebody, leave and go resolve that problem. Really? And then come back to the altar or something. Yeah. So it's literally almost what I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what's nice is that, like, I don't know, like, you, you, again, you listen to it as it surfaced and you, uh, you, you followed it. Uh, and there's there's healing that comes from that. There's freedom that comes from that. There's reconciliation that comes from that. Uh, that's all. That's all good spirit, Holy Spirit stuff. Mm. Yeah. The amount of people who have not been uh, apologized to in this world, right? Yeah. You're you're not necessarily partaking in that. Or you're redefining that narrative. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to do. It's hard work. Yeah. And it was it was it was funny the next day too because I, I had back to back adorations uh, and then the the second one was seeking water because that is that is also it's amped up adoration yeah with music uh, with music yeah uh, and like one of like the main like focus points of it almost seemed like or I guess these are the parts that I kind of chimed in at um, was like something about like like only I can heal a broken heart like only like, like all these kind of things I I don't know right. I don't know what it was but it felt like one, my first adoration session was compelling me to do this, and the second adoration was like Jesus saying, "Look what I did." <laughs> like I was like, "Oh, ooh. just one of those, one of those God things, one of those God things." Yeah, your your heart's having uh, surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the. Yeah, you were at adoration. Yeah, <laughs> you you heard that. Now I'm saying your heart is oh. having surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being stitched up and uh, and healed and and having it uh, beat again mm-hmm. in a sense, yeah. And I I I love that because that's I think that's something about Christianity that you're experiencing not just with this instance but just in general is that your heart starts beating again uh, in a different beat and a true beat mm. and you just kind of and you're so satisfied with that that you continue doing whatever it takes for that to beat that way. Yeah. Uh, that's the good news of Christianity. I think that's what uh, it's about. It's not just a story about something else. It's about like what happens here and now to us, to this community, or to you specifically, mm-hmm. and to those who encounter you. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. What, what is the line? It's like my my heart needs a surgeon, my soul needs a friend. Yeah. One of those. One of those. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the songs. It's one of the songs. When Jake sings it, it's, it's, it, it seems a lot nicer. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Um, well, uh, I got to wrap it up here in a second. Uh, what else can we uh, toss in real quick? How do you like, uh, how do you like coming to Daily Mass? Daily Mass has been awesome, and it has been something that I did not start doing. I think I did it one time last semester, uh, and then we started doing it at um, at St. Bridget's over the beginning part of Exodus. Um, Pippo invited us again. Pippo, you know, Man. he's always just leading the way. You know, you know how Pippo he's does. He's everybody's anchor. He's everyone's <laughs> anchor. Exactly, exactly. Um, oh, president, my president. There you go. Um, but yeah, so we started doing that. So it was Pippo, Reed, myself, um, a couple other people. Oh, Jake, Jake as well. Um, and then like a bunch of people from GCSU also um, that would go to these daily masses. And we did like five in a row that were at like, I think it was like seven o'clock in the morning or 
maybe eight o'clock in the morning. I don't know. It was really early, almost uncomfortably early, especially because this was a brand new set schedule to us. Like we it was waking up early, like and we hadn't been doing on that. vacation. Yeah, we were on vacation. And <laughs> after the first one, I was like, let's do a second one. Let's let's do a third one. Let's do, and we went to daily mass every day that week uh, until we until we came back. And and that was Father Michael also. Father Michael. Father great. Michael Bremer. Yeah. Yes, he's the man. He's the man over there. Yeah. Really like him. Did a confession with him uh, also. And that was cool. Also, confession's a really cool thing. If you guys don't do confession, go to confession. It's great. Um, yeah, it's another. Th- it's like the cold showers. It's you, you get out of confession, and it's just like I can do anything now. I well, don't do anything now, but but like <laughs> like you, you feel ready to just take on the world. It's like I'm literally sin free. I literally just got out of the shower. I'm clean. Like it's it's cool. It's cool. But um, but yeah. So after that, and just seeing the fruits that came after those days, like just having great days after daily mass. Uh, I was like, well, uh, I'm just going to try to do this as soon or as often as I can. Um, so now whenever I get a chance, sometimes I have conflicting things on, on the weekdays here at 530. Um, but I, I try to get out to at least at least a couple a week. Um, Man, it's wild because daily mass is only like 30 minutes. Yeah. And like it doesn't feel like you like leave time. Like you don't. And I mean, technically you do leave time. You enter in God's time, mm-hmm. but like it's only. I don't believe in time anyway. It's only. It's only <laughs> I wear a broken watch for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> you you leave like it. You have these readings, and you like enter into something, and then it's over. And it's only been thirty minutes. Like it's like the most productive thirty minutes. <laughs> it's very productive. It's very productive. Yeah. I leave. I'm like, man, I literally just got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a, a a good bang for your buck there mm-hmm. as far as time goes. <laughs> yeah, I, I love daily mass. That's great. funny, and I'm loving it too because Exodus the way the app works is it gives you the daily readings as well for the day. So I've already read them, and then I already ha- so it's like a daily reading and like almost like a little homily underneath it. Mm. Uh, and then I and then I come and hear the daily reading, and it's not the first time I've heard it from the day, so I'm able to like listen. And then and then your homily or Father Fred's homily, I'm like wow. These are, these are cool takes. This is this is this is sweet. Um, so it's a really, a really, I don't know, all encompassing. I guess what was it called? I don't know. Whatever of of that verse every day. Catholic Dogs Podcast. The Catholic Center is located at 1344 South Lumpkin Street. For more info on how you can get involved, check out our Instagram at Catholic Dogs. See you at Mass.